0: This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. The flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's a Big 12 Friday on the John Moore Show.
1: Here's the play, fourth down and two. Brewer rolls right, looking back left. Ball's in the air, Taekwon Thornton has it! Touchdown Bears! On fourth down and two, Charlie Brewer hits Taekwon Thornton. And the Bears have their first points of the night.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Codewell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By Marineland Boating Center, on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com. And by Diamore Find Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
1: Peace goes in motion. He'll join Rambo right side of the formation now. Split backs. They will hand to Ramondre up the middle to the one. Pushing, turning, touchdown! Touchdown. Ram, bam!
0: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears.
2: One more time, Hunter Deckers takes a knee. The cyclone team has done it. They will stand alone atop the Big 12 Conference standings. Their first conference championship since the Titanic sank and the Red Sox moved into Fenway Park. Their first conference championship
3: since six years before the pandemic. The Spanish flu pandemic. We are going to Jerry World, and there's nothing the Moose out front can do to tell us otherwise. (laughs) The Cyclones win it over West Virginia 42-6.
0: For a look around the Big 12 Conference, here is the State of Texas Co Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris. And Garrett Ross,
1: Hi, and welcome, John Morris, show on this Friday morning, rainy Friday morning here in Central Texas. Glad you're with us, John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. That's the call I was telling you about from John Walters, uh, Cyclone Sports right. Network <laughs> from Learfield IMG College. Their big win over uh, West Virginia. Uh They don't clinch technically; they're not they're not the Big Twelve champs. They'll play in the Big Twelve right. championship game. They do have the best record in the Big Twelve. The only team, and he said, sits atop the Big Twelve standings. That is accurate but uh now they got one more hurdle to uh get over that is playing oklahoma for a second time coming up next Saturday in Arlington.
4: I think anytime you can use little unique nuggets like
1: that, you definitely have to take advantage <laughs> that of First great. time since the Spanish flu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> since six years before the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> the Spanish flu pandemic. That was great. Oh, great call awesome. there. Uh, and uh, Iowa State sits and waits. They are not uh, in action coming up tomorrow. Heard a highlight cut from, uh, who do we have? Uh, uh, Toby Rowland, the voice of the Oklahoma Sooners. OU Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Oklahoma was scheduled to go to West Virginia tomorrow. Well, that game's not going to happen. That was one that was postponed uh, or canceled, not postponed, but mm-hmm. that game has been canceled. You know, and
4: it's it's understandable. I mean, and there's, a, there's so many games that are being canceled, and then you're starting to see that right now carry over into bowl season. Teams are already making the decision, well, we've kind of had enough of this year. So we're going to not uh, – we'll bypass our opportunity to go to a bowl game. So I think that's cool for these smaller schools who maybe have wouldn't have had an opportunity before if you want to get into that. But I think that's
1: something you're going to see a lot more of. Yeah. And then uh, Texas and Kansas has been canceled for tomorrow also. Uh, So that game uh, will not take place. Heard a highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Of course, uh, you know by now, Baylor scheduled to play play Oklahoma State tomorrow. Uh, May or may not happen. Baylor closed the football offices, the facility, yesterday. And uh, I, the way I understand it, it sort of depends on the tests this mm-hmm. morning to make the determinant and the results of those tests today to determine if Baylor plays Oklahoma State tomorrow.
4: I think I mean, it's just it's when, when you see a facility close and you're this close to game time, for me, I'm just like, I don't know how you're really going to make that work. Hopefully the test can come back. But if not, then it honestly, it must not have been meant to be because this was the game <laughs> right. <you> know, going <laughs> back where it was supposed to be homecoming and you had to push it back to
1: now. So... I don't know. It's just one of those weird coincidences. Yeah, I guess. it was October seventeenth yeah. is when this game was originally scheduled. Did not happen then. Now they pushed it to December twelfth, and uh, and we'll find out if it's going to happen. You know, my first thought was when we got the news that they had uh, closed the football offices. I thought, you know, this is Thursday when Correct. this happened. There's no way that you get up and get going again by Saturday. Mm-hmm. But really, what I'm hearing uh, internally is no. There's there's a chance. I mean, there's. I don't know what the odds would be, but there's a chance that, yes, uh, depending on these test results today, that this game gets played tomorrow.
4: Well, I mean, I, and you, you can understand that because I know it's not mandatory. I know everybody's got the, the threshold of the 53 players, and, and you des- technically don't have to go by that. But if you can reach the the numbers, so if you don't have, like, a whole position group right. You know, that's going to miss, you could definitely make the game work. And I think all indications yesterday was it was some
1: coaches. So right. we don't know – it, how if it's just them or if it's players we don't I guess we'll find out later on right today. Yeah, well, we really don't know and I don't know that either I've heard the same thing that it's more coaches than than players but I, I don't know that right. as a fact uh, I'll tell you this I sat down in, in Dave's office yesterday and we recorded the pregame interview I was two feet away from him you know across the mm-hmm. desk from him and we recorded the pregame interview that's before any of this was announced and uh, he did that he went ahead and taped it. He didn't say like, "Hey, this might be coming. We might want to hold off." <laughs> right. I mean, we taped the interview just like we normally would, and then I found out later in the day <laughs> that well, that interview may never uh, see the light of day. And I mean, that's just
4: kind of the how things have gone this year, you know. Right. I and mean, it's 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 crazy and hopefully nothing spreads. Let's, yes, let's just, exactly. Let's just, let's, that's the to me that's the most important thing.
1: Just control the situation. <laughs> control the spread. Be healthy. <laughs> and Tom got with Coach Aranda yesterday also, right? No, Q was able to oh, do he that did one. it. Yeah, okay, Tom gotcha. was...
4: So incapacitated oh, right that's now. That's right. <laughs> Tom's
1: yeah out of pocket. So cute. But he did that Correct. just like normal, right? Yes. Yeah. And then come to find out, uh, yeah, maybe, uh, again, maybe uh, everything that we learned in that interview <laughs> exactly. has changed. So stay tuned. Uh, again, again, what I'm being told is by noon today we should know. And uh, that seems late, but there was one game canceled this year on Saturday morning, like right. an hour and a half before tip-off. Uh, kickoff that was Clemson and Florida State then of course the Baylor-Gonzaga game was canceled uh, or postponed an hour and a half before they were scheduled to tip off but by noon today I mean you got to let Oklahoma State know something Mm -hmm. before they get on a plane or get on a bus to come down here
4: yeah and and then also I mean the equipment I think because the equipment's gonna have to come
1: down on a semi so yeah you would probably need to know before they take off exactly exactly they may be on the road already, right. you know, because they're usually here on a Friday early enough to set up the locker room. I mean, they may be on the way, uh, on the way, or maybe even already here this morning. So we'll wait and see what we find out there. Hopefully, there is a game tomorrow, Baylor and Oklahoma State. Uh, if not, um, well, there is one other game on the schedule tomorrow. <laughs> TCU and Louisiana Tech have a game scheduled for 6 p.m. on FS1. And uh, that you know, and Baylor and Oklahoma State is right now still on the schedule. Those two. So the West Virginia uh, Oklahoma game was scheduled for 11 a.m. on ABC. Right. The uh, Texas Kansas game was scheduled for uh, 2:30 on ESPNU. But that ABC window, that's a that's a pretty significant slot uh, win- TV window. Mm-hmm that now the Big 12 is either losing or do you move one of these games to an earlier window to maybe fill that slot? The Baylor game was scheduled to be on ESPNU. So you would think if you lose those two games, they're not being played, maybe there's the chance that one or both of these games moves to an earlier window.
4: They could. And if they were going to do that, in in my mind, I I would – Lean more towards having the Baylor Oklahoma State game because that is sure. a conference game, right? right? Instead of right. like TCU situation where you're playing a non conference opponent. But I mean, it, it's
1: it's obviously an option. So yeah. we'll definitely see how that that plays out. Oh, I think these days everything is an option. About exactly. <laughs> everything. Nothing is uh, not on the table.
4: I think that's the most unique thing, and I'm interested to see going forward is because is in years past, everything has been you know thought out, detailed, planned, and well, you can't touch that. It, it's set. You, sure. it's yeah. set in stone, right? Yeah. yeah. And then now we've learned you can do stuff. <laughs> you can make these
1: adjustments on the fly, so how much of that carries over going forward? One word. Pivot. Pivot. That's the word like we've that. learned. Pivot. <laughs> that's the one. And be flexible, for sure. Yeah, it used to be. You know, uh, for for football games, you'd find out 12 days in advance, you know, what time you'd kick off the TV network and all that. Then at times there's a six-day window and you feel squeezed by Mm -hmm. that, uh, we're not going to know, you know, the kickoff time. What time are we going to start our pregame, you know, what time? how are we going to travel and all that stuff. Uh, And now we're finding out, you know, a day before the game or two days before the game. And we say, all right, we'll make that work. Whatever we need to do. Yeah, no, it's all it's kind of a mindset. You know, it's very much a mindset of just being open and being flexible. And I think we've all learned uh, that we have to be that way. And and my
3: thing
4: I always go back to is if you could throw together a basketball (laughs) tournament in a matter of days. Exactly. You could do anything. Yeah.
1: (laughs) This Baylor SFA game on Wednesday night. I mean, it came together in a day, less than a day, really, mm-hmm. when they found out Monday the Nichols game wasn't going to happen, all of a sudden started scrambling around, and here's Baylor and Stephen F. Austin playing on a Wednesday. Pretty impressive. Yeah. So uh, so right now, Baylor and Oklahoma State is still on, 6 p.m. tomorrow night at McLean Stadium. Stay tuned uh, for details on that. Again, around noon is, I think, the target mm-hmm. date to uh, to know for sure about that. Louisiana Tech at TCU Uh, is on for tomorrow at 6 p.m. That'll be on FS1. All right, more on uh, Baylor's opponent to Oklahoma State coming up in a bit. Chris Allman will join us. Love having Chris come Mm -hmm. in on Fridays to give us fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with about Baylor's opponent. In this case, we hope, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. So, uh, Chris will be here in a bit. Right now, we'll take a break, and uh, Garrett will give us a uh, high school rundown. Games last night, games coming up tonight and this weekend. Deep into the playoffs for uh, most uh, of the classifications. Others still going in the regular season. But we'll uh, we'll dive into that. High school football when we come back. Check of weather. It's uh, rainy here in Central Texas. We'll check on that and more and then have uh, Garrett's high school preview and review when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541
3: West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nietzsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kaye. There's a 70% chance of scattered showers and storms across central Texas today. Showers are possible this morning with storms more likely in the afternoon. A few storms do have the potential to be strong. Highs will reach the lower 70s in the afternoon ahead of a cold front. Skies will be mostly cloudy throughout the day. Skies will clear up overnight with lows reaching the lower 40s. Tomorrow will be nicer with mostly sunny skies and highs in the upper 50s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
0: It's the Big 12 Conference Opener for Scott Drew and the preseason favorite Bears Sunday in the Farrell Center, hosting the Texas Longhorns.
1: 1.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. It's a 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for the Bears and the Longhorns.
0: Join Pat Nunley and John Morris for the broadcast of Baylor Big 12 Basketball.
1: Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring, and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive.
5: Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, nope, it's not that bar, or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. Today is your
6: chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage
5: or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC equal housing lender.
1: Roasting on an open fire I guess you could do that But it would be warm With some of the sounds of the season, and that is from uh, the Chicago Christmas album, which is just terrific. Great song redone by Chicago as we welcome you back on this Friday morning. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Big weekend ahead at the Baylor Club. uh, Beginning tonight, let me say continuing tonight. They've got Friday Night Live coming up this evening. Uh, That is uh, a great event. Those of you who go on a regular basis. Basis on Friday nights, you know what I'm talking about. Live music there at the Baylor Club. The great, great cuisine. Say that uh, three times fast. But great food at the Baylor Club. Uh, Friday night live coming up this evening begins at 5:30. Sunday it is not only the Bear Brunch on Sunday, which follows Baylor home football games, but this week it is the Santa Brunch. Yes, the big man himself will be there on Sunday. So uh, take advantage of that. Remember limited seating. They are socially distanced in the Baylor Club. So make your reservations uh, as quick as you can and get a spot there in the Santa Bear Brunch coming up on Sunday, 10.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Sunday. Check it out. Uh, Those are just two of the events, and they are chock full of events here in the month of December. On the web, thebaylorclub.com. Thebaylorclub.com is their website. And uh, the phone number is 254-710-8080. You can call that number, talk to someone about membership. You can talk, uh, make reservations. You can uh, just ask questions about, uh, hey, the Santa brunch, tell me about that. Uh, any of those questions, uh, the person on the other end of the line can answer or transfer you to someone who can. 254-710-8080, thebaylorclub.com. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. All right, uh, Garrett, high school football, we're at the 11th uh, of December, mm-hmm. should be a week away from state championship games, and we are in some classes. Right. But tell us where we stand with regards to uh, Central Texas schools, uh, games last night and games coming up tonight and this weekend.
4: Yeah, so that, that's where I, I focused on. And obviously there's statewide games with 5A five, five and 6A just getting started. But so last night um, Crawford fell to post 28-14, to 14. Uh, Coming into that game, Post had only allowed six points in the previous six games. Wow. So Crawford getting on the board was pretty impressive. And Crawford traditionally is known for their running game. Uh, Coach Jacobs over the past few weeks, especially since playoffs, has talked to us a lot about trying to get their passing game evolved and make their offense more diverse. So ironically, last night, the Pirates' uh, most success came in that passing game. And their quarterback, Tanner Miranda, threw for 161 yards and both touchdowns. Uh, Post is going to take on Shiner Thursday at 11 a.m. for the 2A D1 championship at AT&T Stadium. Shiner got a big win last night. Uh, in our area also, Mark took care of business last night. They knocked off Falls City 48-21. Uh, Rodrell Freeman led the way with the total of six touchdowns. He had three on the ground and through three through the air. So Mark continues to roll. Um, they're going to look for their four-peat. On Wednesday at seven, as they are going to take on Winthorst, who beat Wellington last night by whopping seven to nothing. Oh, seven to nothing. Seven really? to nothing. Wow. So it's defensive struggle. Yeah. Um so Mart's gonna take on Winthorst on Wednesday. Last person out of Mart, turn off the lights exactly. on Wednesday. Uh so the six man state championships were set last week. Uh both of these games are gonna take place on Wednesday leading up to the Mart nightcap uh, Balmure is going to take on Richland Springs for the D2 championship at 11 a.m., followed by Sterling City in May. That game's going to be at uh, 2 p.m. for the D1 championship. Another game last night, uh, Hallettsville punched their ticket to the 3A D1 championship as they beat Lano 53-28 behind a seven-touchdown performance from Jonathan Brooks. Jonathan Brooks is a running back committed to Texas, he had six rushing touchdowns and a pick six. Wow! Last night, <laughs> good grief. So he's pretty impressive player to keep an eye on. It, it, it reminds me a lot of um, o- over the past few years, you've seen these these kids come on the the scene in the state championships and just kind of capture it. He's one that has the potential to do that this season, um, and they're going to face the winner of Jim Ned and Mount Vernon. That game's going to uh, take place tonight. Other games last night: uh, Shoemaker fell to DeSoto, fifty-seven to thirty-two. And Harker Heights fell to Duncanville, 60-14. Great seasons by both of those teams. Um, Coach Foreman at Shoemaker has taken that program and, and grown it over the years since he got there. Uh, and the same goes for Coach Edwards. At Harker Heights. Uh so it's really impressive to see what those guys are doing with those programs. And those were
1: that was first round of the playoffs, Correct. right? Yeah, yeah, that was by district play. Okay, gotcha. Uh
4: also tonight, so Temple's gonna take on Waxahachie in by district action tonight. Uh they're looking for their first playoff win in two years, which is weird to think about mm. that for Temple. I mean, traditionally they're always making these big runs. Um Waxahachie's a five and four team. But it, it, that kind of can be deceiving because their losses, they were in that District of Doom with Midway and Waco High, so they've lost to DeSoto, Cedar Hill, um, and Duncanville. Uh, I believe I can't remember the other loss. I think it was early on in the season. But So that can kind of be deceiving. Temple can't look at their record and just think they're going to walk through this. Uh, but you can listen to that game tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 7 p.m. for the pregame. And another game I want to mention, uh, tomorrow, Riker's going to play for a state championship against Shiner St. Paul. Uh, Coach Holcomb has done a really good job of getting kids in that program and trying to restore where they used to be. I mean, Riker traditionally was always c- in competing for state titles. Um, that game is going to be at noon over at
1: midway. So if you have an opportunity, nice. go check it out and support the uh, Cougars. Very good. Good luck to Riker playing for a uh, state championship tomorrow. So end of the road for Crawford. Mm-hmm. Mark continues. Yes. Riker's playing for a state championship. And then some others like Temple right. just getting started in Dubai District. Yep. All right, very good. All right, so plenty of games around. Uh, good luck to all of our area teams. Uh, this is, uh, man, this is a fun time of year when you, when you get into the playoffs. Now everybody, every classification mm-hmm. into the playoffs, good luck to all of them. All right, uh, Baylor-Oklahoma State, again, uh, as of right now, it is on for tomorrow evening at 6. Hopefully we'll play that game. What we do on Fridays is uh, Chris Allman comes in and gives us fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with about Baylor's opponent that week, in this case the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I'm really looking forward to the fun facts about Oklahoma State from Chris so we'll have that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. This Christmas is going to be special, and at Allen Samuels, the Big Finish event is underway. No matter where you're located, you need to shop Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat in Waco. How about these deals? When it comes to trucks, nothing comes close to a Ram. Get a new Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab loaded with all the bells and whistles, now with 0% financing for 84 months No payments for 90 days and employee pricing for all. Also, get the most awarded SUV in history, Jeep. There's big-time incentives on Jeeps, including 2021 Cherokees, 0% for 72, employee pricing, and no payments for 90 days. Want a Jeep and a truck? Well, get a Gladiator. It's like no other vehicle in the world. 100% truck, 100% SUV. We'll get Chris to explain how that is possible. It's the Swiss Army knife of SUVs the Gladiator. The Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid, the king of minivans, the most luxurious family ride alive, up to $9,500 in values and employee pricing as well. You can shop, apply, and buy online at alansamuelsdcj.com, and they deliver a customer first award of excellence winner. Merry Christmas from your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. I know lots of people have a hard time pronouncing it and an even
0: harder time living with it. I'm talking about plantar fasciitis. Our art support system is specially designed to help alleviate or even eliminate the pain caused by plantar fasciitis and a lot of other foot conditions. I see people who have tried everything, finally come into the Good Feet Store and walk out feeling like they've gotten their lives back. Find what you've been missing at the Goodfeet Store.
5: See what they can do for you with a free arch support bidding at the Goodfeet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's.
0: My house has a new glow. I love my wind. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado,
1: celebrate responsibly. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center to discuss the new Mercury Four-Stroke Outboards. Ranging from 2.5 to 300 horsepower, the new Four-Strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, and boat-enhancing technologies for superior whole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating. Center, Mercury Outboards, go boldly.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
6: I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6. Saturday, 8 to 5. The seventh-ranked Baylor Lady Bears defeated West Virginia 65-45 as they opened up conference play. At the half, the game was tied at 28. Here's head coach Kim Mulkey talking about what changed for the Lady Bears after halftime.
3: You know, I, I thought defensively, thought we were active. I thought we listened to the scouting report. We held their leading score to nine. Points. I think she had those at the half. So you know, it was a grind out kind of game, but it can open it up a little bit when Moon and Carrington can hit perimeter shots. The
6: Crawford Pirates' 2020 season has come to a close after losing the Post 28-14. And the Mar Panther's they're headed to their fourth straight championship after taking down Fall City
0: 41-21. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Stillwater, either Gallagher-Iba Arena or Boone Pickens Stadium, you know that sound, uh, that song uh, usually is accompanied by uh, wooden paddles that are banging on the pads on the side of the uh, uh, stadium there. where The students are right on the field, they're right on top of the visiting team, and they bring, for some reason, they're allowed to bring these weapons into the uh, stadium. And, uh, Garrett, I don't know if you've ever seen it, maybe on TV. I've seen it on TV. But these paddles, they just beat them on the, the padded walls right there. And it is right. I mean, it's a very tight sideline. It is mm-hmm. right behind the visiting team.
4: I think it's one of the best home field advantages you can create.
1: Yeah, yeah. Allow them to bring weapons <laughs> into weapons. the stadium, sure. <laughs> Chris Allman joins us with fun facts to know and tell and share about uh, Oklahoma State, Baylor's opponent. Chris, good to see you. Hey, guys. How's your Christmas shopping going?
2: Uh, Non-existent. Oh, Thanks come for on asking. Now.
1: What's today? The 11th? Oh, you got plenty of time. You got two whole weeks.
2: You know what? Funny you bring that up. I might need to talk to you about, uh, I need to get something from the Baylor bookstore.
1: What you need? You just let me know. Okay. We'll talk off the air. Great. Great. Banner, <laughs> if you're
2: listening, turn the radio turn off. Turn the
1: radio off. All right. Uh, What about Oklahoma State? Uh, Bears and Cowboys, again, we'll repeat what we said earlier, which was news to Chris uh, when he was listening to us, (laughs) that the game is in jeopardy for tomorrow. It really hinges on the Baylor football tests that that come up this morning. Normal testing, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday usually. uh, And so these tests will determine if uh, we play this game tomorrow or not. So we're going to think positive. We're going to think that the game's going to be played.
2: Since the game is in limbo, I thought I would deliver a – impromptu fun fact, not about Oklahoma State. Okay. It was triggered by Garrett's... Is this a COVID uh, fun fact? No, nothing fun about COVID <laughs> that I know of. Uh, Post, who beat Crawford yes. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, have you been to Post?
1: Uh, no. Have you ever been to Post? No, I have not.
2: It's. I think it's on Highway, maybe, not 84. It's on, It's en route like from Abilene to Lubbock. Okay. You go through Post. Sure. And it's real vast expanse, but then you, there's just a baseball field out there Uh-huh. And it's named after Norm Cash, the former Detroit Tiger. Very Norm cool. Cash Field. Yeah. and Who is from Post, I guess? I I can't tell if he's from Post or just around Post. Okay. Or maybe he went to Post High School. Okay. Um, but Norm Cash, famous for, in my mind, he went to bat in one of Nolan Ryan's no-hitters when he was with the Angels. Ryan was so dominant <laughs> that he went to bat with a table leg. He yeah. had taken off a table <laughs> from the clubhouse. That's right. Really? The, yeah. And the umpire <laughs> said... You can't do that. Yeah. Like, you have to have a bat. And he said, I'm not going to hit him anyway. So they made him go get a bat. He popped out to short, and he ran back to the dugout and just told the umpire, I told you. That's pretty good. Yeah. And he was also famous for, do you have a fun fact there on Norm just Cash? I was going to say, he's from Justiceburg, Texas. Yeah, and it which, was 84.
4: How 84. Okay, it Highway is 84.
2: 84 on the way into Lubbock. Norm Cash used to, um, like if, if he was on second during a rain delay, when it restarted, he would go to third. To try and confuse the Trying umpires, to sneak yeah, yeah. Hey, so he one of the last great characters, savvy in baseball. That's a good. That's a good fun fact. Yes, that's nothing to do with Oklahoma State. <laughs> All right. Um, I kind of mentioned this during the break. I think what fascinates me most about Oklahoma State is some of the people, both the characters that are there now, um, in Mike Gundy. Uh, the, gosh, I guess he's been gone about a year now. T Boone Pickens, I think mm-hmm. he passed away last September. Um, and then we mentioned it briefly talking about during the break. Every time I research fun facts for this, I come back to Barry Sanders, mm. 1988 Heisman season. So I'd like to talk about that before we're done. Um, first time these two teams played, 1914. It was a 60 to nothing Oklahoma State win. That is still to this day the largest margin of victory for either of those two teams. I did not do that game.
3: No, you did not.
2: Just, <laughs> Just right point before of you got there. Yes, You were wrapping up in in title town it was right before you came to baylor uh significant games just in recent memory um not a significant in a good way the 2013 game that the famous sniper that got bryce petty as he was going into the end zone uh tripped on the five yard line yes do you remember the 2005 game um it was a kind of a rare big 12 win in those days yeah
1: that was the game, I think, Oklahoma State had eight turnovers.
2: Uh, yes, Is a that lot right? of them.
1: Yeah, eight turnovers, and Baylor won the game. Hard
2: to win, anyway. Yeah. Um, And then, were you on the call for the 1983 Blue Bonnet Bowl?
1: Yeah, Uh, no, not on the call, but I was there for Channel 10. Okay, yeah. so you
2: were working, you were not yeah. doing any yeah. kind of play-by-play. Jimmy Johnson's
1: last game as head coach at Oklahoma State.
2: Yeah, and that's another thing. They have quite the... Yeah. coaching lineage they really do uh jimmy johnson and it seems like bless their hearts that coaches are there right before they go be even more awesome elsewhere yeah. jimmy johnson and Les miles right specifically um garrett your guy Les miles i know <laughs> are you pro less or anti less i
1: love Les miles okay yeah yeah
2: okay uh i know you guys may not know top, top of your head they didn't go they didn't go Jimmy to Les Miles. There was quite a quite a bit of coaching in between there. Yeah,
1: and I can't remember the list in there.
2: Um, I think the coach in the late eighties when they had really good teams was a guy named Pat, but I can't remember his last name.
1: Uh yeah, I can see him. Uh oh shoot. I should know that.
2: Yeah. I, you know who should he, know that? He, Me, since I'm the one delivering <laughs> fun the fun facts. facts.
1: He's done He's done radio and maybe still does radio up there. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of folks don't know that Baylor and Oklahoma State have actually shared a conference before. Um, they were both in the Southwest Conference for 10 years, from 1915 to 1925. At that time, Oklahoma State known as Oklahoma a and M. A and m This is a fun fact that's going to segue into a question, so I'd like for you to be prepared for this, John. Not the first um, time that's happened. Yes. Okay. I like to... <laughs> I like to integrate everyone into the... Fun queries. Yes, fun questions (laughs) to know and tell and share. They deem themselves America's healthiest campus. So they have been a certified healthy campus by, I don't know who provides that certification, but they've been a certified healthy campus since 2011. And again, call themselves America's healthiest campus. They have a restaurant there on campus called The Natural, which caters to gluten-free and allergen friendly dining, which sounds more like something you find on campus at the University of Texas, but in Oklahoma State, the healthiest campus in America. But isn't it also the home of Eskimo Joe's? Is that there? Yeah, in Stillwater. Okay. right. right. Do you guys go there when you make trips? Is Eskimo Joe's a regular stop? We
1: do uh, when we can, when it works out time-wise. Okay.
2: So my question is, Waco excluded, in the Big 12, on the road, what is your favorite go-to, like, man, we've got to get to this restaurant and get any dish or a particular dish? Yeah. Is there one?
1: That's a good question. I'd have to think it through. I don't want to slight anybody.
2: I know. And I knew you're, I, you're <laughs> not a controversial dude. You don't like to rub anyone the wrong way. Right.
1: You know, it, it used to be an easy answer. It used to be uh, the 50-yard line is a steak place in Lubbock, but they closed down a couple of years ago. So really? that one's off the table. Um there's a place called uh Cagles, which is a steak place in Lubbock that is really good. I took Carrie
2: there on a date. Really? When I lived in Lubbock and we had just started dating. She flew out to spend the weekend and took her there on a date.
1: There you go, Cagles. Not to make this about, about me, sorry. Um it, Eskimo Joe's would be up there. That that group that owns that or the guy that owns it, mm-hmm. there's Eskimo Joe's, which is burgers, fries and stuff. There's Mexico Joe's, there's Giuseppe's <laughs> <laughs> Which is an Italian place, so and then there's some high-end um, uh, seafood place that's owned by the same guy in Stillwater, Oklahoma. High-end seafood, so he's kind of <laughs> got the market covered there. Whatever kind of food you want, he's got it.
2: I gotta tell you, if I'm, uh, if I'm looking on Yelp for places to go eat in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Seafood. Seafood's probably not anywhere on the list.
1: (laughs) Pat Jones was the coach's name. Yes. Pat Jones, and he's the one who followed Jimmy Johnson. Okay. But I would, to answer your question, uh, Eskimo Joe's would be very high on the list. It's just a fun place to go.
2: Okay. Is there, never mind, I don't want to get sidetracked. (laughs) All right. Probably what Oklahoma State, obviously their football team, And their basketball teams under Eddie Sutton were great. They won a national championship in the 40s, went to a couple of Final Fours, most recently what in 2004, but probably they're most known for wrestling and golf. So they've got 52 overall national championships as an athletic department. 34 of those are amateur wrestling uh, championships. And so their their arena, you look like you either disagree or can't wrap your head around that. No, what I was going to say is, what makes Oklahoma such a hotbed for wrestling?
4: I don't
1: know, but it is.
2: Yeah, I don't know the answer to that either. The only thing I would say is that it's a salt-of-the-earth place, and and wrestling is just a blue-collar, who's tougher-than-who activity, and... You head North on thirty-five, and that's people just seem to get tougher the further yeah. north you head on <laughs> thirty-five.
1: And Chris, I know you know this, Garrett. The Gallagher in Gallagher Iba is Ed Gallagher, who is their longtime wrestling mm. coach. Yes,
2: okay. and think about there—there there can't be more than two, if any, three arenas where basketball is is played largely, where the first name in the arena is not the basketball coach. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like if you think about. It's Gene Iba, right? Is the is no, the Iba? No, or is it Henry Iba, Iba. Henry? Iba. Okay. Yeah. Uh Henry Iba is an absolute legend. Like it, for a number of reasons, mm-hmm. but he also coached the 72 Olympic team that lost in such controversial way. He's the second name on the arena. Yeah. That's how big wrestling is at Oklahoma State is it Ed Gallagher's name gets to be first. Uh 11 golf championships, quite a few of them that coach McGraw right. was a, a part, part of exactly. now here um love coach McGraw. Yeah, he uh If people have not read his Champions Tribune uh, that's on the Baylor website, they really should. It's an excellent piece of literature. Okay, and I mentioned kind of during the break, we can get into the alums here. They have three alums that really kind of fascinate me. Um, One is Mike Gundy, and he's in his 15th season. He's the longest-tenured head coach in the Big 12. He's the longest-tenured Oklahoma State coach ever. Um, And I like him because he's... One of the last personalities mm. that kind of exists. I know that he there was the he got ruffled some feathers with his choice of news consumption earlier right. this year, but I feel like he's one of the last guys who's actually like shows some personality, right? You know, Jim Harbaugh is like kind of a bit, a little bit with the glasses and the khaki pants at Michigan, but he's not really a character. And then P.J. Fleck at Minnesota has a, you know, he's got, like, his, like, sweater and tie. But Gundy is, like, you got the press conferences, the the I'm a man, I'm 40 press conference, the, the mullet. mullet. Yeah. Like, I just feel like, now, I, I happen to work with an Oklahoma State alum who's not a fan because she just feels like every year they should be better and be beating Oklahoma. But I feel like he's a bit of an institution, but yeah. also... He's just a character, and I appreciate Mike Gundy for all that he brings to college football and the Big Twelve.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, he was here one year, mm-hmm. uh, assistant coach at Baylor one year, and you know who Barry Trammell is—he's a columnist for the Oklahomans. Yes, Barry in a column. I think I think it was this year, might have been last year, but he nailed Mike Gundy. His co- column was uh, referring to him as Mike Exotic.
2: Yes, <laughs>
3: it was
1: perfect. It was—I mean, funny. it was just perfect. Just that one nickname, and then the column flowed from there. But he really nailed it. That's
2: also a very Barry Trammell yeah, column yeah, to yeah. write. Barry <laughs> exactly. Trammell, who he got into quite the kerfuffle with Russell Westbrook yes. <laughs> at one point. He's not afraid to <laughs> say what he thinks in print. So Mike Gundy actually held the record for consecutive passes attempted without an interception at the start of a career. He threw 138 passes before he ever had one picked off until it was broken by... Anyone? Ooh,
1: at Oklahoma State. No, uh,
2: in the NCAA. Oh, in the NCAA. Most consecutive passes oh, to start Robert a Griffin. That would be yeah. Robert Griffin against Gundy's Oklahoma State team in two thousand eight. Hmm. Nice. So a <laughs> little bit of symmetry there for you. Like you mentioned, he was here for one year in ninety six. He was passing game coordinator um, and a quarterbacks coach. And I mentioned he's the longest tenured coach, um, and he's their winningest coach by a mile. He's got. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Does that mean wrap it up? No, it means let's take a break. Oh, sorry. Fin- finish that. <laughs> finish that thought, I, I, and then we'll take a break. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, we can come back. We can do. We can do Barry Sanders and Boone Pickens after the break.
1: Okay. Famous alums from Oklahoma State. Yes. Chris continues. Fun facts to know and tell and share about Baylor's opponent, Oklahoma State, continues after the break. John Morris Show brought to you in part by. Marineland Boating Center, Marineland Waco, Yamaha.com. Also by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Recently on Unnecessary
6: Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials, mm-hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button, and it's supposed to be able to
5: to where you can grab st- it's things. It's like a, a claw. Yeah.
6: yeah, it looked like the thing that was in. You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the th- and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose, mm-hmm.
0: that's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to three on ESPN in Central Texas.
1: Fox 44 News, Adam Hooper, Weather Rate Certified, Most Accurate, Mike LaPointe, and Matt Roberts.
3: Breaking news out of McLennan County. Central Texas, we may not see anything. One of the biggest question marks coming into this season.
1: Live as it happens.
3: The live radar across Central Texas.
1: More local news.
3: Waco's community came together for last night's rally. A woman in her late 30s. We are live with the theme.
1: On top of breaking news, weather, and sports.
3: Back in action.
0: On air and online, Fox 44 News, your news now.
3: The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for your help. Now through December 11th, listeners are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to the dealership and drop it in the bed of the 2021 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, If you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will place toys under their Christmas tree for the Marines to distribute in your name. Toys for Tots is an annual program that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas while also assisting them in becoming responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. It's Al
0: from the Good Feet Store. If you've been suffering with knee, hip, or back pain, the problem may be right under your nose. Your whole body is supported by your feet. If they're out of alignment, that could cause issues in your knees, hips, and even your back. The Good Feet System helps put your feet in their ideal position. Just stop in. Meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect arch support system. You walk around, try them for free, and then you decide if they work for you before you buy. How great is that?
5: At the Good Feet Store in Waco near Cabela's don't miss the real texas gun show coming up saturday december 19th and sunday december 20th at the bell county expo center the real texas gun show is a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy sell and trade firearms their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of texas and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it if they don't have it They'll make it. The next Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
6: I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. The seventh-ranked Baylor Lady Bears defeated West Virginia 65-45 as they opened up conference play. At the half, the game was tied at 28. Here's head coach Kim Mulkey talking about what changed for the Lady Bears after halftime.
3: You know, I, I thought defensively, thought we were active, I thought we listened to the scouting report. We held their leading score to nine points. I think she had those at the half. So, you know, it was a grind out kind of game, but it can open it up a little bit when Moon and Carrington can hit perimeter shots. The
6: Crawford Pirates 2020 season has come to a Close after losing the post 28 14 and the Mar panthers they're headed to their fourth straight championship after taking down fall city 41 21
0: sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas let's begin now
1: Segment John Morris show on this Friday morning. John Morris, Garrett Ross. We appreciate you being with us. Uh, ran into Jeter Basin yesterday. Jeter's a regular listener with us. Uh, Chris, you know, you know yeah. that. You know Jeter. And uh, I was out walking, I was pushing our equipment over to the stadium and Jeter was out walking, so we had a nice conversation. He said he tunes in every chance he gets, so we
2: appreciate that. I met Jeter when I was still here doing the show full time. I met him at Mikasita uh-huh. over there on Hewitt Drive. Uh-huh. Because my father-in-law somehow knows him, and they were talking. Oh, really? And my father-in-law came over and said, I don't know if you know who that is. That's Jeter Bazden." And I went, so I got up and went over there to talk to him, and I introduced myself, and he said, boy, I just, I just love what you guys do on the show. Except when y'all talk about intramurals. He was talking about the Wolfpack. (laughs) Yeah, the Wolfpack.
1: (laughs) He and Coach Hart. not fans of our Wolfpack. Not fans of the Wolfpack. (laughs) Understandable. But, Jeter, appreciate you tuning in. All right, back to Chris Allman uh, giving us fun facts to know and tell about Baylor's opponent, uh, in this case, Oklahoma State. Uh, Some significant alums of Oklahoma State University.
2: Yes, let me roll through these, and if any of them pique your interest or you feel like you need to chime in, go right ahead, and we'll wrap with T. Boone Pickens and Barry Sanders. Does that okay. sound good? Okay, the Prime Minister of South Korea graduated from Oklahoma State. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anyone have any <laughs> thoughts on the Prime Minister of South Korea? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> yes, and I need to make a correction from last week's OU. Um, I mentioned Anita Hill, who was a part of the Clarence Thomas hearings. She actually an Oklahoma State alum. Oh. I put her in the OU alumnus, Ooh. so apologies. Yeah for that Oops, one. She didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, would that be the weirdest feedback email ever? <laughs> Anita Hill. <laughs> um okay, entertainment. Garrett, I want you to tell me if you either have heard of these people or if you have, if you even like them.
1: Okay. Okay. Notice, notice he directs that to you. I, I saw that. Well, oh,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like I know the answer. Uh-huh. I feel like I know the answer for both you guys, but uh-huh. it may be more entertaining for, to hear it from Garrett. Okay. okay. Do you know who Jason Bolin is?
4: yes That's okay. a musician right yeah like texas country. Yeah, yeah 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 and the stragglers yeah
2: yes all right a few other names cody canada stony larue and randy ragsdale
4: i know three of them i'm not a stony larue guy but yeah okay john do you know those names i know the names yeah. okay uh
2: they're all kind of red dirt country guys mm-hmm. are you a fan at all Garrett? i do
4: like red dirt music okay I
2: all do. right then I, I called that one wrong how about garth brooks how do we all f- i know t- last week we went around the room on toby keith yeah Let's all go around the room on Garth Brooks. I'm an unabashed Garth fan. I'll take Garth
1: Brooks. Yeah, okay, yeah, It's fine. He's good.
2: Okay. My only problem with Garth is that he's so... Um, he keeps his albums and his catalog close to the vest, and so you can't stream them. Oh, so really? So you have to actually go... He's one of the last few guys you actually have to go buy... Oh, really?
1: Yes, his music. <laughs> now, somewhere in Stillwater, close to campus, is either his childhood home or the home where he lived when he was in school there. Something like that. That's been pointed out to me before.
2: Okay. Uh, in sports... Um, we mentioned amateur wrestling, and for a long time, that gave them quite the pipeline into professional wrestling because that was the only place amateur wrestlers could go to make money. Now, uh, mixed martial arts, they're a bit of a pipeline into mixed martial arts. So just a few wrestling names for you. Jack and Jerry Briscoe, um, two great former NWA tag team champions. Leroy McGurk, a guy named Dick Hutton, uh, UTEP's basketball coach when they won the national championship, Texas Western, Don Haskins, an Oklahoma State graduate, Matt Holiday. Um, mm. former, gosh, Cardinal, Rocky, Yankee, who I saw—I was playing pickup basketball with him one time, and he's about my height, and he put back a dunk Sheesh. off a of miss, wow. and it blew my mind. Yeah, because I just always think baseball players aren't <laughs> right. athletic, and that completely blew that out of the water. Um, some golfers: Ricky Fowler, Hunter Mahan, Scott Verplank, and then I mentioned some of those MMA guys: Randy Couture, Daniel Cormier, and Johnny Hendricks. Can't mention alums without mentioning the Livingstones. Uh, uh, that's right. Very President good. President Livingstone and the first gent. Um, Brad Livingstone. I have several friends who are alums that they don't need to be mentioned. Barry Sanders. Okay, let me just do Barry Sanders real quick. Barry Sanders from uh, North Wichita, Wichita North High School. He's from Kansas. He did not become the starting tailback on his high school team until the fourth game of his senior season. Like, Barry Sanders was not some eighth grade stud that everybody wanted. He had three scholarship offers, Emporia State, Tulsa, and Oklahoma State. Wow. So obviously he ends up at Oklahoma State, shows a little promise as a freshman in 1986. In 87, he's a sophomore backup to Thurman Thomas. Talk about a loaded yeah. backfield. That's two <laughs> NFL Hall of Famers Behind in the backfield. Thurman Thomas. So as a backup that year, he ran for 603 yards and nine touchdowns, but he led the nation in kickoff returns. He averaged 31 yards per kick return and returned two kicks for touchdowns as a sophomore. His junior season, 1988, Thomas graduates and moves on. He ran for 2628 yards. Good grief. He averaged 239 yards rushing per game and had wow. 37 rushing touchdowns. Wow. That's just regular season stats. That's yeah. in 11 games. Yeah. So that means he averaged more than 3 touchdowns a game. Oof. And he finished the year with 3,250 all purpose yards, which is crazy nowadays because backs catch the ball so much that if you add in his bowl game, he had like 2,800 rushing, which means he only had about 400 receiving. Um, And I was kind of reading some of these game by game stats. He went over 300 five times in the season. um, Never had less than 154 yards. He went for like 230 against Oklahoma in a loss. He went for 190 against Nebraska. And this is like these teams' heydays, and he is just smoking people. Wow. And my last like fun fact about Barry Sanders is he wins the 1988 Heisman like in a walk. He swept every regional voting thing. But he was the first of three straight Heisman winners who were not at the downtown athletic club hmm. when the announcement was made. He was oh, in Japan. Oh
1: yeah. They played in a, yeah. They played tech yeah. in I think
2: the Japan Bowl. Right. Well, the cleverly right. named yeah. Japan Bowl. <laughs> In 88, in 89, Andre Ware wins it. I don't know where Andre Ware was. I don't know if Houston was so far on probation that they weren't allowed out of their house. <laughs> but then in 1990, Ty Detmer was in Hawaii um, when he was awarded the Heisman. And so a very weird like stretch in the late 80s where three in a row huh. were not at the Downtown Athletic Club. So... Those fun facts more about alums uh, than they are really about the university, but they are your fun facts about Oklahoma State and their people.
1: That's great. That's great fun facts. Mm -hmm. Include uh, Dan Ingham and Curtis Quillen among the uh, outstanding alums of Oklahoma State. Wow. Yeah. A lot of them. Oh, Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right, Chris, good to see you. We
2: appreciate it. Who's next week, or is this the last game? That's the last game. All right. We'll have to figure out something
1: else. See you guys
2: next (laughs) September.
1: We'll have to (laughs) (laughs) figure out something else for to get you in here. Have they
2: rescheduled okay? a Gonzaga basketball game? Are they going to try?
1: Going to try. Nothing yet.
2: Maybe I'll come do Gonzaga Fun Facts if that All one right. gets back on the schedule. Right.
1: Let's hope that happens. Okay. All right. Chris, thanks very much. Thanks to Chris Allman. Garrett, thank you very much. Uh, stay you. tuned. Off the Bench is coming up next with Garrett and Steven. Unnecessary Roughness Noon to 3. Then Game Time today 3 to 6. Have a great weekend. Uh, Keep it here. You'll know uh, the absolute latest on if Baylor and Oklahoma State will play tomorrow. Right now the game is still on. We hope so. Have a great and safe weekend. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Holy cow.